0: You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the trade rumors and conversations surrounding this team. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive up to 100% instant deposit match, up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepix.com, promo code Locked On. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central, Pat. Apparently the Bulls have set the asking price for Alice Caruso so high that it basically makes him untradeable. Why not just like why I guess I guess, I guess I understand it like the game in a way to just say like, hey, I'm gonna make this if anybody does just crazily meet this price, all right, Caruso, you're gone. But at the same time, it's like, why are you playing games with me? It's like when Jordan changed the price of his mansion and still made sure it equaled up to N23. He's just playing games with people. But what, what do you think, brother?
1: Um I mean, they said Alice Caruso was untradeable. You know what I mean? Like, he was a part of that untradeable list. So, I don't know why we're surprised by this. The fact that I will say this I love the fact that they put it out there that uh, teams were looking to give two first round picks. I was like, what, what, what first two first round picks, right? Like, it had to just be the Lakers, right? Like the Lakers <laughs> literally the Lakers are like a, a team that
0: just got Does money. anybody want these picks? Bro, Will somebody please want these picks.
1: They, they are literally a team that is like a kid that has money in his pocket for the first time and it's just burning a hole in his pocket. Yeah, and like, we got these two picks for you. We got two picks for you. So um, yeah, I I'm I'm not surprised that uh the price is set this high. Um, I think Caruso is a good get for a lot of teams here. Right. And if you send Alex Caruso to a championship team, he's a piece that could put you over the top. So it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not, oh my God, how could you think that somebody would pay this price for Alex Caruso? This is, this is probably what a championship team feels like, Hey, if we get him, we'll be a much better defensive team. That's probably the price that they'd be willing to pay if they felt like Alice Crusoe put them over the top right now. uh, AC does a lot for the Chicago bulls that the bulls are trying to hold on to. I'm not mad at it either way. Uh, Is it interesting? Yeah. Is it hilarious? Absolutely. But (laughs) I, I wasn't surprised when I saw that the price was so high that they didn't want to, uh, uh, that that teams basically aren't going to give it right. Like, he was a part of that list with Damar, Zach. Uh, um, who else was on there? It was AC, Pat, Will. You know, like all, all of those guys, right? Like the only guys that a, uh, that AK hasn't said aren't not tradable is just Vooch and Kobe White. That's it. It that was the
0: only. No, two. well, you, I don't know if you saw what came out today. The, the Vooch is also now on the list. He's <laughs> Vooch is on missed, the list. <laughs> I missed Vooch
1: being untradable. My God
0: oh man so like you're changing nothing (laughs) i've done this for six weeks now like ak should literally just say hey man listen i got tony bradley i got (laughs) where where did that go Oh,
1: Oh,
0: (laughs) Uh, ak should just say listen i got tony bradley i got this portland pick and even they came out today, too, that they, they still want something significant back, even if they were to mo- try to move Kobe. Like, just say, listen, you got to make us a real offer, bro. We're not giving y'all nothing. Like. We're just not giving anything away, bro. Like, yeah, we struggling right now, but we ain't we ain't finna see our pieces do better with y'all. That's basically what AK is saying right now. Like <laughs> here's the question I want to throw to you though. That asking price for Crucial, because as we know, if you if you track the NBA, usually in the offseason, you get more back than what you do during the season. Do you think that any teams with all the parity in the NBA and all how close teams are once it all settles and teams realize, oh, no, we're a little bit further than what we thought. Do you think they're going to there's going to be a team this offseason that comes knocking to say, hey, is that is this still your asking price for Caruso? Because now we're, re- we're willing to meet it.
1: No, <laughs> like. <laughs> because this is the thing, right? The teams, the teams that are close right now aren't the teams that you feel like are going are having championship aspirations. Um Philadelphia's kind of set themselves apart. What have they won, like their last 15 or something like that at home? Something like they They're got nine
0: sp- and nine and one, and uh they've won seven in a row right
1: now. Seven in a row, right? I mm-hmm. mean, uh the Celtics have set themselves apart. The Bucks have for the most part kind of, I mean, Giannis, right? Like that's that's just uh, they've they've been set apart. Um uh, the teams that are set apart they're not a part of that. Hey, if, if you win five games, you're in this position right here. Right. So I I don't think that there's a team outside of those top teams that you, you look at and you say, yeah,
0: I'm one Alex Caruso away from getting to this next spot. I, I disagree with that in a little bit. And I, because yeah, I, I think if, for example, I'm looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers, for example, let's say they've been great this season. They go, they uh they go deep in the playoffs and say they, they lose in game seven and don't make the ECF. Yeah. I can, I could see them saying, Hey, we got we got a slightly used Isaac Okoro who didn't have the necessarily the defense defensive impact that we thought he was gonna have. What can we, and, and a couple of first round picks that we may not want to move both of them in, but what can we do? I, I think that those, those level teams, looking at the Cleveland, Miami Heat, no, they're too far away. But even maybe the Clippers and the what, maybe the Pelicans who have a damn good roster as well, but maybe they look to do something. I, I still think that you may see those those second level teams try to do something to move up some.
1: I think, I think those teams, right, like when you look at a lot of them, the biggest question marks around them has been how's the injury situation going to hold up, right? Like AC going to that team doesn't change. The, right? Like I, I think the Pelicans is a great example. AC on that team makes an impact, for sure. Solid yeah. defender, somebody you can put out there. But the biggest question on that team isn't, okay, who's our next level defender? The biggest question on that team is, hey, Zion, are you going to be here? Like if Zion's going to be there, right, like we look at that team completely different with or without an AC being on that team. So I think that – a lot of those teams that are in that second tier level they've had very much the same excuses that everybody said was excuses right and i'm saying excuses for a reason cuz it was an excuse for the chicago bulls last season uh they've had the same excuses that the chicago bulls had last year where it was just like hey like we're here but right like we haven't been 100% healthy so we haven't been able to put the team on the floor that we want and I, I think there's so much
0: but that's, i don't think a lot of teams look at it that way but the bulls i don't think every team looks at it like yeah, hey, if we stay healthy i think More teams if if you're if you're close, if you think that you're sniffing that championship level, I think most teams would because at that point, what are the first round picks worth to you? You're trying to compete now. I do think that those level teams would be more willing to part with the first round pick for a player like Caruso because it's like you're not gonna get anyone as good as Caruso with that pick anyway.
1: Yeah. So I I
0: mean you you could, right? Like it's it's I'm not saying it's
1: out of the realm of possibility. I just don't know if AC's the guy that does that, right? Like I, I think even right like and, and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but a guy like Jay Crowder, right? Like that's kind of to me what you're looking at when you see how teams – they literally are looking at Jay Crowder and they're like, well, um, we could give this up and he absolutely would help us get to the next level and he absolutely would be that piece, right? Good defender, uh, able to actually can contribute on the offensive end, pretty good facilitator as well, good basketball IQ. And you're not seeing teams come knock on the door for him Dang, there at all?
0: <laughs> well, I think that's a different situation because uh, Jay Crowder is a free agent, so I really yeah. think teams are waiting it out and saying, "Why send more assets when literally we can wait till the end of the season and just add him to what we already have because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent?" With yeah. Caruso, you're trading for him with two more years under contract at when you get him potentially. Yeah. So
1: that's true. That's true. The contract situation definitely helps. Caruso's under a very, very good contract for the kind yeah. of player that he is. Um, and what he brings defensively. I I don't know, man. I I think teams will come, but the the fact it's it's really just the fact that the price is set at two first round picks. Yeah. And right now realistically, right like if you look at the NBA, say um who's who's a 6 seed in the in the East or West right now? Who's the 6 seed right now?
0: uh we're looking at give me one second i just had it up uh we're looking at miami heat in the east and the minnesota timberwolves in the west
1: right so we get to the all-star break miami looks at it and they're like and of course they won't right but but they look at it and they're like hey we're not going anywhere we're not we mm-hmm. might not even get out the first round let's lose 20 of these next 32 games now all of a sudden they can go from being six to literally being like 14 or no what what is only 32 teams, Bad do math. Uh literally being like 13th in the East. Yeah. eleventh, 12th in the East. You know what I'm saying? So now you're looking at it and you're just like, yeah, that 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 opportunity is there. 14, but these teams still don't know where they're going to be at going into next year. So I think there's going to be so much, right? Like even with teams that we're sitting there and we're like, yeah, maybe they will come knocking. They might be looking to get rid of the situation that they're in right now and start well, trying to pull the, the other
0: way. Well, that's why the teams that I pointed out are younger because yeah. they have a yeah, the yeah. bigger uh, the, the chance to try to add something. The older t- – I do – I think Miami – listen, I, I have a I, – I was going to hold this for NBA Central. I have a conspiracy that depending on where the Miami Heat finish – they may even be looking to trade Jimmy in the offseason. No, no, no. It's I, not it's not I, happening. I,
1: I, I forgot he's still under contract. He re-up, didn't he? Because yeah. I thought hey, I think he would have been a free agent this year. I was gonna be like, come on, Jimmy.
0: Come on <laughs> back. <laughs> no, 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 we're coming <laughs> home. Well, next <laughs> up, we're gonna be talking about uh the Bulls reportedly talking to Phoenix about Jay Crowder. This is a target that a lot of Bulls fans have been asking about since the offseason. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about. Prize picks. Now, if you guys are picking LeBron James and watching him, monitoring him when he's going to break this record, you may be constantly betting the over on the points on him. But what do you, uh, so you could do that on prize picks. And so, what do you like about prize picks? When, how do prize picks work? I'm all over the place. Got to edit that out. Okay? How does prize picks work? You pick two to six players, and if they'll go to score more or less than the prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other teams. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, WNBA, eSports, and more. You can uh, save and fast withdrawals. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit 100, PrizePix will give you 100. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for instant deposit match of up to $100. All right, Pat. So... The trade that like most Bulls fans have been asking about, literally, I feel like it's been going on since like June. And that's been Jay Crowder. The moment that Jay Crowder anything with the, with the Phoenix Suns was going on, a lot of Bulls fans have been asking, wanting he brings a lot of the toughness, the dog mentality. He doesn't shoot the ball all too well at this point in his career, but he could be a nice piece off the bench. And I hate to say this, He's more likely to be used as the backup center than Andre Drummond with Billy Donovan being the coach as well. What do you think about hearing that the the Bulls had had, and it's just had had conversations. We don't know what those conversations could mean. The conversations could be hey, what about Jay? No, that could have been the conversations. But what do you think about the conversations officially being had?
1: I mean, the question that I'll ask is does he check the category of the hard hustle and muscle that we absolutely need on this team mm-hmm. and being an actual leader. I'm not talking about right. The Tristan Thompson come in, rah, rah leader. Does he check? Cause I mean, like at the end, right. Listen, he, he's 32 years old. He He's not 107 yet. Like he's not falling off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what you want him to do. He, he's still capable of doing right. I mean, like mm-hmm. last season, he's given you 10 points. Four rebounds, really solid defense. I'm not I, I'm not losing my mind one way or another if we bring him in or not. But the biggest question that I have is, can he be a leader for the Chicago Bulls team? Can he be someone? Because we've said this, there aren't real leaders on this team right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have somebody that's going to have a mentality of, hey, we got to get our heads out of our butts and and make this play. This is the style of play that I'm used to playing. This is the aggressive style of play I'm used to having. We got we to make this happen. That I think that's the part that you really need to be looking for at this trade deadline. Not to say you're going to find that right away, but somebody who can come in and set a standard. And if you don't think Jay Crowder can do that, right, like because the trade is for Kobe White. Kobe White is playing at a really high level right now. Mm. Jay Crowder is not a piece that's going to put the Bulls over the top.
0: Well, and it'll have to be more than Kobe White because Kobe White gets you most of the way there, but you still need to fill out about another two and a half, three million dollars uh, to match just to match salary in that case. So, huh? And then you got to pay him after all of that. Yeah, because he's a free agent at the end of the season. So if you if you give up Kobe White for him, you got it. Like you have to resign him. Like you said, Jay Crowder, even though thirty two years old, former teammate, a uh, collegiate teammate of Jimmy Butler, like he brings that edge. He brings a lot of things, but. Something that we said last season, I think we said it a little bit at the end of this season too. To me, the way that I look at it, now, because in in the scenario that we're painting, it would include him being here more than just this season, but, like, it's hard to ask somebody to come in at a midseason trade or acquisition and really be a leader for a team that your voice is already new in the locker room. It's just hard to do. You got to have
1: that. You have to have that cachet built up. Exactly. It's like Chris Paul showed up. Hey, so everybody shut
0: up. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Chris
1: Paul's talking.
0: And I don't know if Jay Crowder has that level of like to, cachet, as you said. So I, not that I would love Jay Crowder on the team, but the way that I look at it and the way that I'm sitting right now, I would much rather, if I was the GM, kind of what we just talked about, I'd rather just wait to the offseason. Yeah. I'd just rather wait to that. Now, you do run the risk of a, of a team trading for him then at midseason and then get immediately giving him an extension, but that's a risk that I'm willing to take because, to me, if I, Tony Bradley's up at the end of the season, the Bulls can buy out Andre Drummond. Hell, they can get out of Derrick Jones Jr. contract. Javante may be gone. I'd rather add Jay Crowder to a, to a bench and try to keep Kobe White at that same time. And then you have a nice balance on that bench. So, yeah.
1: And I think I think you're going after a guy like Jay Crowder is kind of trying to replace the, on, the uh, Javante production. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy that he brings, the intensity that he brings, stuff like that. I just – I don't see it being the fix. And I think at this point, right, you're not – the. I know the Bulls are bad or mid, right? Like they're mm-hmm. not bad. They're not good. They're just mid. Mm-hmm. Um, But the part that you have to keep in mind is that this team is not a team that came into the season being built for, hey, we're here trying to reset the entire team. And AK is maintaining that based off of all the mm-hmm. people – who are untradable. They come into this saying, we're trying to add in small pieces that put us over the top because we believe in the pieces that we have. Whether that's worked out or not, they're not looking to go out there and make move on from major pieces that are currently a part of this roster, right? And right now, you have to say, credit to him, Kobe White is a major part of this roster offensively. Like, he, he is a big chunk of the offense at times for the Chicago Bulls. He's the shooter that can spread the floor. He's shooting the ball confident. I mean, he's a defender.
0: Like, let's not overlook the defense either. Like,
1: playing better as a defender off of the yeah. bench for you, right? Like, he's a major part of this team's rotation right now. He's a major part of what this team is able to do off of the bench. And you have to ask yourself, one, are you going to keep Jay Crowder long term so that he is that? And, two, is Kobe White and whatever the other piece you're going to have to give going to live up to that? This mm. that, That's – you're making major changes to a team that literally AK is basically telling us we're not making major changes.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 this offseason is going to be one of the more interesting ones. If not, don't expect to be a very active one, but a very interesting one just to see how AK addresses the things on this roster, who stays, who goes, because we have so many free agents at the end of this that, Yeah, we can't re-sign all of them, but you also can't let all of them walk with nothing. So there's going to be at least one of one to two of our free agents that gets a deal. That's just to say, hey, we couldn't lose this guy for anything.
1: Yeah, I I think I think that'll come into play uh, unless there's I think I got to look at the next free agency list. I feel like the next free agency list is real heavy with role players. Like the 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 other guy. I feel like it's real heavy with like, hey, you add this guy into this and now you feel really good about where your team's going, right? Like that's the solid bench piece that you needed. But that that's the part that you gotta figure out. And you also got to figure out what you have on your team. All of a sudden, right, it seems like uh, even though Patrick Williams is trash, uh, I'll keep saying that. I will save your career, Pat. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Uh, Even though Patrick Williams is trash, right, uh, it seems like he's playing at a much higher level over the last 10 games. He's being more engaged. Pretty much ever since I said this man's a bust, he was like, let me prove Pat wrong. Shout-out to you. Um, But he's he's being more engaged. He's finding other ways to get involved into the game. Now the Bulls are starting to go to him a lot more. They're giving him a lot more responsibility, allowing him to run the offense a little bit, right? So maybe there's something that's going to come from that. I I don't know with with that situation, but you're still trying to figure out what you have in your other guys who are really, really ridiculously young pieces. So there's – this ain't, this ain't a quick process. This ain't an overnight process for the Bulls.
0: It's really not. But I just looked at the free agent list. There are a lot of really high-level to mid-level uh, role players in this upcoming free agency that, hey, we'll see.
1: And you and you feel like, right, like they're, they're guys that – it doesn't feel like anymore the Bulls can't get them. Yeah. It, it's really about do you want to get them? Do you yeah. want to go after them? Do you want to bring guys in? It, it, it doesn't feel like they, they don't have a shot at getting any of these guys. And I, I think, right, like, again, I'll say it again. Somebody's got to step up and be a leader. Somebody's got to step up and 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 be the heart, be the fight, be the right. And, and I think DeMar at times is that. I think Zach at times is that. But there needs to be somebody every single game that the team can look at and be like, hey, um, that guy there, uh, we don't mess with that guy. It doesn't have to be the best scorer on the team. It doesn't have to be the best player. Joe Keem Noah wasn't the best player on the Chicago Bulls.
0: This is facts.
1: Everybody knew not to fact. mess with Joe. That was Joe Keem's locker room, and everybody's talked about that. Yeah. Um, But, hey, man, before we get into this final topic, man, we, we having some good conversation. Literally all of this news broke uh, yesterday, so this is perfect. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it literally was just like, what are we going to talk about on the pod today? Uh, and, and it all worked out perfectly. But as we get into the final topic, or before we get into the final topic, I do got to let you guys know about TurboTax. I need you guys to do me a favor and go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. You meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts, can, <coughs> excuse me, can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you, so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes the things that are not taxes. Unpack <laughs> moving boxes of not taxes. Tax or uh, taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Man, I get that right there. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. What's uh, what's going on, Tim? that last one there that was uh, anyway uh with turbo tax an expert will do your taxes for you from start to finish ensuring your taxes are done right guaranteed so you can relax feels good to be done with your taxes doesn't it Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more about Intuit TurboTax, full service and products only, video meetings while expert, while an expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at turbotax.com forward slash guarantees.
0: There you go. Now, Pat. Last topic of the day, man. We, you know, it's 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 almost. At this point, where it's like we get a monthly Lonzo Ball update, that's and you know what? The 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 most transparency comes from Billy Donovan. Like real Billy, talk, Billy, do not be lying about. <laughs> him. Bro, Billy, really don't be lying, bro. Like so, like and so. With this recent update, it's all but sure. Like to me, this is the finer nail in the coffin. He's not Lonzo. Isn't coming back this season,
1: friend. I told you. We've been, we,
0: but we've been saying this literally since like
1: October. I told- Bro, I told y'all when they drop the vague, he'll be back definitely in 2023. I
0: was like,
1: hey, yo, yo, I know how this game is played, my boy. You can't tell me he's going to be back in 2023. That that is another calendar year. There's another season that happens in 2023. So. (laughs) No, nah, I, I. They played the game well. I knew he was never coming back, right? And I think that's a major part of the reason why AK is holding on to a lot of this. You saw the Bulls playing at their best when Lonzo was on the floor, but he can't be a piece that you're relying on at this point, right? Like he, he just can't be. You have to, you have to get yourself some insurance. You have to get yourself. Um, I think you still need to. I, I, I think you still need to be in the legit point guard market because I don't think anybody here would tell you that Io DeSumo has played to the level where you you can sit there and just be like, yeah, um when Lonzo comes back, the job is still Io's. Mm. Right? Like if, if I felt strongly enough about how Io's played this year and maybe the second half of the season will show that, then I could be like, yeah, when Lonzo comes back, the job is still Io's. But – the fact that we can't say that yet, you need to find that guy that's going to be able to facilitate the ball for you. Maybe it just needs to be Goran Dragic more, although it seems like, man, when you play him multiple nights in a row, a lot of minutes, the age shows. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I I really want to see kind of what the Bulls are going to do with that. Um, but I'm not surprised by this Lonzo update at all, man. I just... Like I said, man, I, I said if he if he ended up missing this entire season, you're now two years into this contract and you've seen 30 games. That's that's not a good signing to me. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that there's a lot that he still can do when he comes back, but that's you you made a you made a poor signing with the knowledge knowing that Lonzo came in with some knee injuries as well.
0: Well, I, and I talked about this over on Central today. Is that you know that's especially going forward, but I do think that AK realized the the chances of Lonzo getting hurt. And that's why you saw Alice Caruso signed almost immediately after Lonzo Ball. Um, yep. You, As long as Lonzo is your starting point guard, you have to have a high-level role player to, to come in after him. You just have to. doesn't have to be the same type of player as Lonzo because neither Caruso or Io DeSumo are, but you have to have a player at that point guard position that is that can step in and be a starter for you you just have to. You have to plan for that. As long as Ios, just, I mean, as long as Lonzo's your your point guard on your roster, it's yeah. it's not a slight on him. It's just real. That's just what it is. You you can't invest in Lonzo and not have a set. Like they couldn't go and be like, hey, we don't know. We're we're just going to sign any random veteran backup point guard. No, you got to have a point guard that can can step in. Because even when Lonzo does, especially now, because even when Lonzo does come back, he's going to be on injury management, pain management. He's probably not going to play back-to-backs next season for the most part. There's going to be even Lonzo, even if he is fully healthy next season, just by the injury management, he's probably only going to play 65 games he plays 65 games, that's a full season for me in
1: general. I've told y'all that, right? Like, that's just how the NBA is now. Uh, I I would say he's probably going to be in the range of 50 to maybe like 45 games next year just because I think there's going to be, I I mean, basically right, a half a season because you you know when you need this guy. You know when you need Lonzo to step up. You know when you need Lonzo the most, right? And that's heading towards Mm -hmm. the playoffs. I think early on in the season, you'll see him on a very Kawhi Leonard type schedule. Yeah, they're gonna. And that sucks. So, again, right, to your point, you have to have that guy that can step in and start multiple nights. And I I think, right, you may have that guy. Ayo Sumo can be that guy. Yeah. I don't know if he's an every-night starting point guard. I've told you all this multiple times. He's not really a point guard.
0: He's, he's not. a combo guard. He's a combo better. guard. Yeah, he's a combo I mean, guard. Yeah, he's now, a combo he's not
1: boring enough for us to say that either, right? Because, oh, yeah. my God, Ayo Sumo just missed the wide-open corner three right now. Exactly. No, no, he just and he just missed
0: a wide open layup at the rim. Like he just like that chair that was guarding Yi John Lin, it just stopped Io from, from scoring in the, at the rim. Um is that but the same no, chair that was guarding Kai Soto? Yeah, same and exact now- chair that was guarding Kai Soto. Um <laughs> but no and, and and that may be, and you know, it kind of it's funny. I didn't plan this coming in, but this may tie into our first topic. That may be why the asking price for a Caruso is so high. Yeah. Because Could we need him. But even he's been kind of right, like yeah, you know, he's we, been up like
1: Caruso offensively, man. I mean, he Caruso know how to throw a turnover. Boy, that boy, I'm talking about, he throw it and make it look good, dog. He do like the <laughs> the hard stop. I'm gonna put the backspin on the basketball coming off of the hand to try oh, to make it's going it going the other way. Where's oh, the ball goes, going? Right, and then it's going back that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. So i i um I, I think you're trying to kind of do the point guard by committee thing. Uh, You put, you put um, Zach Levine in there at times. We're starting to see a little bit of P will in there. Just kind of, if he gets the ball off of the board and takes off, Mm I, I just, I don't know, man. Like the Lonzo situation to me is like you said, you've got to have that guy there. That's a guarantee. That could be why the Caruso price is so high. But I ask all Bulls fans, does that feel good to you right now? (laughs) Like, (laughs) does that feel like that's the winning situation for us?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the winning situation is getting getting uh, getting ZO back as healthy as possible, bro. Like, it's it's just man. Yeah, listen, it's going to be very interesting. Just everything for the Chicago Bulls. And and don't get me wrong, I want to see Zoe healthy. I want to see ZO on this team. I love like when he's out there, he's everything we need him to be as a point guard next to Zach Levine. It's just you just have to be so particular in how you build the team with that. And and I wonder if if it ever gets to the point where. They're like, hey, we have to we have to spend. I said it before. Signing to and if they re-sign Kobe White, that's over ninety million dollars in just guards. Yep, that's a lot of injury insurance, bro. And
1: that's probably why there's talks about trading Kobe. Uh, I don't know if Jay Crowder is the answer in that situation, but that's probably why there's talks about trading Kobe. I think AK probably feels better about his guys. uh i i'll having a sophomore slump right a lot a lot of guys having a sophomore slump this year that 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 kind of surprised us with with some of them right and even some guys that we thought like isaac akuro is kind of taking a little bit of a i don't know if i'd say a step back just a stagnant step maybe yeah Yeah. um where he's just kind of been a very similar player to what he was the year before but there's a lot of i mean i feel like almost every team in the NBA has a player on it right now that they can look at and be like, Hey, you didn't do what we thought you were going to do this year at all. <laughs> we're we're in this position right now. Cause we was like, he's going to take another step and now we're going to be able to take off. And none of them did.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but a lot of that too, and I understand why, but like sometimes you got to realize that a lot of these players can't even buy a beer yet.
1: I really, just Pat Will, and he just got <laughs> a lot of these dudes is coming in. They they usually can buy a beer, bro. Like yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. like it, they, we drafted Pat Will ridiculously young. Yeah, like he what was he? he was just He had, be, the, he had just,
0: yeah, because he's 21 now. So uh,
1: that's that's gonna be an interesting situation. I'm telling y'all, that's gonna be an interesting situation when his contract comes up because. I hope he plays better, but we all just look at him like, hey, man, uh, do something.
0: Do, See, but that's the thing. I don't think he's going to be that interesting. I think AK is going to give him an extension day one. Oh,
1: I, I, I believe that. Uh-huh. I think AK believes in this kid ridiculously, but it's just one of those to me where like even even with all of the stuff with the Lonzo situation, right, like I think you're going to get to a point where you have to ask some questions about, okay, this is the core that we want this team to be, but is this core realistic? And if it is realistic, how do our young pieces that haven't really been as impactful as we thought fit into this?
0: So that's fair. That's fair. That's it from us for today, Pat. Hey, man,
1: follow us on everything at Locked on Bulls. You can follow us. Uh, you can follow me on everything at Pat, the designer. Uh, by the way, I don't know if anybody saw this, but uh, or a little bit on Pat. Will. Uh Zach Levine screaming. At Pat Will to shoot that basketball. <laughs> they want him to, even
0: the players want him to be good. Hey, you always said, you always brought up the ba- Bradley Bill and John Wall with o- Otto. There you go. Um, I don't know if that's a good comparison or a bad comparison, but thank you for doing. You can follow me at CEO the CEO H A I Z E. Thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today. Now, for your second listen, go on and check out Locked On Game-to-Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game-to-Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game-to-Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. Peace, y'all
1: is Oh my god pat